This call is being recorded. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Rita. Good morning, Rita. Happy Wednesday. morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who's on the line? Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Happy Wednesday, Sister Tracy. Good morning, Victory family. This is Pam. Can we please continue to keep my friend Charles Williams lifted up in prayer, please? Charles Williams? Yes. Okay. All right. I want to lift the whole Victory family up in prayer. I love you guys. Love you too. Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Dalcita. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Yes, he is. Good morning. God is good all the time. Happy Wednesday, Yvonne. Happy Wednesday. 
Wednesday, Victory Family. How everybody have to eat Wednesday. It's going down in town. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Good morning, Mona. Happy Wednesday. Yes. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Patsy. Good morning, Patsy. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Good morning. Good. This is Monica. Good morning, Monica. Happy Good Wednesday. Morning. Same to you. Thank you. Good morning. This is Lee. Good morning, Lee. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Swanita. Good morning, Swanita. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Valacita, this is Diane. Did you get a uh, request from the app for me? Yes, for Xavier Crawford and the Crawford and Matthew family, right? Yes, yes, thank okay. you. You're welcome. Good morning, Valacita. It's pretty Patrice. Good morning. Good morning, pretty. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Hey, baby. It's Dee Dee. Blessings to everyone. Good morning, Dee Dee. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. It's Tara. Good morning, Tara. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Does anyone have any spoken prayer requests? It's Dee Dee. I do. I want to um, pray for my um, bonus dad, Ted White, just for healing for his mind, body, and soul. 82, and you know how life um, changes your mind. And so, for him and my mom, actually. Okay, and that's Ted White. Yes, and then my mom is Doris White. She's a caregiver. So, just, just prayer for strength. Okay, got it. Uh, this is Tara. I have a prayer request as well. Okay, I am ready. Um, healing in my body and um, healing in my finances. Okay, healing body and finances. And Thank also you. for son Larry, I would love for everyone to keep him in prayer. Um, not only for his arthritis, he also has to take a test today, and he's so excited about it. So pray for. You said arthritis and then for yes, he has yeah, rheumatoid arthritis. Yes. Okay. And this is Pam. I will continue to like to pray for Charles Williams and my father. He was diagnosed with um, early stage dementia, Ned Baldwin. Can you repeat your dad's name for me, Pam, please? Ned Baldwin. Ned Baldwin. Yeah, Ned Baldwin. Okay. And my good friend, Charles Williams. Okay, yeah, have Charles down. And your dad, this is early onset dementia, you said? Yes. yes. Okay. Thank you Thank so you. much. 
already. Good morning. This is Monica. <clears throat> I, I would like a prayer request for my sister Joyce. She has deep dementia. Uh, well, not dementia, depression. And um, it's really taken a toll on her. So I ask for prayer for her mind. Okay. I I have that down. Thank you so much. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us daily in March for the monthly theme entitled Acceleration. You don't want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by your wonderful and gifted declares. You will definitely be blessed. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory fasts for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, Declare Victory is having a family reunion on May 30th, 2020 from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. in Vallejo, California. Registration is required ahead of time. Look for the Eventbrite invite link in the Victory Room on our Facebook page for more information and to buy your ticket electronically. We are selling pre-tickets so that we can buy the supplies, awards, raffle prizes, and gifts needed for the special event. So please purchase as soon as you can because an event this big takes time to plan. If you are not local and are sure that you cannot make the, this event, please consider making a donation at Cash App Dollar Sign I Declare Victory. Again, that's Cash App Dollar Sign I Declare Victory. Your generosity will help ensure that everything is covered ahead of time. We pray many blessings be returned to you for your loving, your love and support. There are three prayer requests from the app. The first prayer request from the app is from Barbara out of Lodi. She submitted a prayer request for Sam. Sam suffered a brain hematoma, so let's pray for his complete healing and speedy recovery. Barbara also submitted a prayer request for Jennifer. Jennifer is recovering from blood clots in her lungs. So let's just uh, lift her up in prayer for um, complete healing and speeding recovery there. Sister Diane submitted a prayer request for 15-year-old Xavier Crawford, who had hemorrhaging in his brain. He was taken to UC Davis by helicopter for emergency surgery. So let's pray for complete healing for Xavier, and please lift up the Crawford family and the Matthew family during this difficult time. We also have some spoken prayer requests. Sister Pam is asking for prayer for Charles Wilson Williams. Excuse me, I'll repeat that again. Uh, asking for prayer for Charles Williams and Ned Baldwin. 
um, Ned Baldwin was uh, diagnosed with early onset dementia. So we'll just pray that um, for complete healing in Ned Baldwin's mind in the name of Jesus. Uh, Sister Dee Dee is asking for prayer for Ted White, healing for his mind and just for his overall being. And then also for her mom, Doris White, who is taking care of, of Ted. Prayer for strength for her mom, Doris White. Tara is asking for healing for her body and uh, prayer for her finances. And then Ramona is asking for prayer for her son, Larry, who was diagnosed with arthritis in his body. Um, and also for, he's taking a test today, so we'll pray that he does well in his test and that God brings everything to his memory so that he uh, takes the test successfully. Monica submitted a prayer request for Joyce. Um, who's been struggling with depression. So we want to come against um, that spirit of depression for joy. And I think that is everyone. Prayer request. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Decla declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order of the call. Prayer and corporate praise by Sabrina. Declaration by Dion, and then closing comments hosted by Dion. The scripture today is 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone you for a reason, for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. Please. Uh-oh, did we lose you, Valuable? One moment. Sabrina? Um, yes, I'm Sabrina, here. are you there? I'm here. I'm sorry, you guys. My phone had went out on me, so I'm not sure if you guys even heard okay. anything I said. <laughs> Whoever is three nine five um, three four three nine. I can't find you on the board. Can you mute your phone for us? Okay, go ahead, Valuable. Sorry. Okay, I apologize. I'm not even sure when, when my phone dropped. Did you guys hear the prayer requests and the order? We had all the prayer requests. You were at the. You were nearing the end. 
Okay, okay, thank you. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. And I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Amen. So as we get ready to go um, to God in prayer, I'm going to invite everyone once again to not only place your phones on mute, but to literally and intentionally put yourself in a place of prayer in your heart and in your mind. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your mercy and your grace that allowed us to see a new day, a day that we've never seen before and a day that wasn't promised to us. God, we thank you for grace and for mercy. Hallelujah. Your word says it's because of your mercy that we are not consumed because your compassion fail not. New every morning. Great is your faithfulness towards us. Oh, God. And as we look at the long prayer request this morning, it is enough to discourage us. But God, before we ask you for anything, we take a moment to encourage ourselves by thanking you for everything because we recognize that there is nothing too hard for you. There is no disease, there is no condition, there is no debilitation that can stand in your presence. So God, we worship you as the Lord of the body. We worship you as Lord of the brain. We worship you as Lord of cognition. We worship you. God, you made us and you know all about it. It is in you that we live, we move, we function, we have our being. So God, we take a moment to just say thank you. Because as bleak as things may seem, God, we can stand assured and say with confidence, you're still good. God, regardless of outcomes, you are still good. Regardless of what the situation looks like, you've been good. God, if we are honest with ourselves, we really don't have a right to ask you for anything more because of so much that you've already done for us. So before we come, before you seek in your hand, God, we take a moment and we intentionally seek your face because you're a good, good father. You've been good. You've been good. You've been good. You've been good to us in our lifetime. God, you were good to our parents in their lifetimes. You were good. Hallelujah. You were good in spite of choices that we made, allegiances we formed. God, you were good in spite of deals that we concocted that wasn't for our good. You were good. You brought us out. Hallelujah. When we were out, you brought us in. Hallelujah. You sheltered us from the rain. God, we call you Waymaker oftentimes because you make away but God you're a way maker when we lost we thank you for being a way maker when we were wandering in the wilderness God you came and you lit up our pathway and you showed us God that you could order our steps so we thank you today you are amazing God and we know that whatever stands before us you'll be good even in that too we thank you that you are the God of the outcome we thank you that all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord. God, we thank you for even in the hard times, we can stand back and say, this is the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyesight. So God, we know that you heard the prayer request, but God, we lift them up before you individually. We lift up Tara, God, today, who's asking for healing in her body and in her finances. God, we lift up the White family to you, God. We lift up Ted to you, God. We know, God, that you know him. God, you made him. You see all we just ask that you continue to be merciful and kind in his life. We thank you for the extension of days, God. We know that you are 
still working in his life. God, we lift up Mama Doris to you. Hallelujah. She is something like an anomaly, God, when it comes to caregiving. But God, even the good get tired. Even the strong get weary. So we lift up Mama Doris to you, God. And just as the men lifted up Moses' arms, God, we ask that you would place, hallelujah, strategic angels around her to hold her arms up when she's tired. I pray for her mind. I pray for her heart. And I ask that you would encourage her. Hallelujah. We ask that you would bless God Charles Williams on today. Hallelujah. We ask that you would bless Ned Baldwin on today. Hallelujah. We lift up Joyce to you today as she battles with depression. God, we lift up Sam to you, hallelujah, who suffered a brain hematoma. We lift up Jennifer to you, God, who's dealing with blood clots in her lungs. And God, we lift up Xavier to you, who had hemorrhaging in his brain and was taken into emergency surgery. Hallelujah, we ask that you would be with that baby, God. Be with the physicians. Guide their hands, their eyes, their minds, and even the chatter that's in their head. We ask that you would do what no other power can do, and that's to show up in the OR and be God. Hallelujah. We lift up the Crawford and the Matthew family, God, as they experience and walk this out with Xavier, God. We ask that you would keep them encouraged in the name of Jesus. And God, we lift up Larry to you, God, who has arthritis in his body. God, we lift him up, God, as he gets ready to take a test today. And we thank you in advance for victory. We thank you in advance for advancement. We thank you in advance for acceleration. God, we acknowledge that you are the God. You are God over distractions. You're God over depression. You're God over dementia. Hallelujah. You are God over every cognitive impairment. Lord, you made our bodies. Hallelujah. And oftentimes they don't function as designed, but God, you are feel good. So God, as our bodies do what they do, God, we ask that you would regulate as you see fit. We ask that you would call into alignment according to your will. Hallelujah. We thank you for testimonies that are forming to your glory, God, whether they be on this side or in the world to come. We thank you for testimonies of victory, of power, and of praise. So God, we make a choice to be encouraged. Hallelujah. We choose not to be discouraged. Even as we look at the situation, God, we choose our perspective and we thank you that we can count it all joy. We can say that it's all God. Hallelujah. And therefore, it's all good. So as we take our phones off of mute, hallelujah, we do so expecting a miracle. Even if that miracle is not about our Thank you. 
Hallelujah for showing up in our midst, oh God. We thank you. Hallelujah. And it's our prayer this morning that you would inhabit our praise. Hallelujah. That you would receive our praise and let it be a sweet smell. Hallelujah. As it ascends to heaven, we thank you, God, that we were able to get your attention and you came and you spent time with us on this morning. So, God, as we get ready to transition the call to Dion, I ask that you would touch her in the name of Jesus, and I ask that you would anoint her, hallelujah, as never before. God, I ask that you would speak your oracles through her in a way that astounds even her. I thank you for the protection and the covering that's over her life as she goes about, hallelujah, her father's business. I thank you for your daughter, and I transition the call into her hands. Thank you. Hallelujah. Somebody's getting in your car. I'm going to give you a second to um, mute your phone. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God be praised for the things that he has and continues to do. Uh, Just giving glory and honor to God this morning for life, health, and strength, for being awakened uh, with a sound mind, thankful uh, that he didn't change his mind uh, about any of us during the course of our uh, locating him. Hallelujah. Uh, thank you, Valuable, for uh, hosting and greeting this morning. Thank you, Bree, uh, for getting us good smack in the middle uh, of his presence this morning. Thank you for all of those that lended your voice uh, to prayer, praise, and worship this morning. Um, I was listening to the prayer request this morning, and I was thinking about how far we've come. We haven't heard anybody pray about an inborn toenail. <laughs> we haven't heard anybody pray about um, things that, that they could do uh, themselves, and so that that means that we are growing, growing in how we believe God, and growing in um, how we seek after Him, and growing in how we trust Him. And so that that makes my heart grateful. Um, There were quite a few prayer requests this morning. And so I would just ask that you be mindful of some of the things that you heard, hematomas and uh, all kinds of stuff going on uh, in in people's physical body. I just ask that you would be mindful of that. Again, just a quick reminder, today is the day that we have set aside to fast uh, and to just go before the throne and Hopefully for some of us go into the courts and, and start to decipher some of those things that um, God is, is lending to us overcoming, not just for us, but for future generations. So I'm excited about uh, today's fast. I'm very hopeful that it will yield uh, something in addition to uh, just your meager needs, just the simple things, uh, but more so that it would lend to uh, you being more aware of his presence. So as uh, as I was studying, you know, a couple of different things came uh, to the forefront, came to mind. And so bear with me in my folly as we uh, begin to just kind of trek into the word. I'm going to speak from a very familiar passage of scripture this morning. 
Um, you guys know me. I am storyteller chick. So, you know, I try to tie things in with real life uh, just because it makes it a little bit easier to relate to. And uh, just just want to hopefully encourage you this morning uh, that the race is not given to the swift, nor is it given to the strong, but it's to the one that endures until the end. Uh, the passage is out of Acts, the 16th chapter, around about the 25th verse. Uh, as I began to contemplate or just kind of mull over in my head what acceleration looks like, uh, I love to find scripture that will illuminate whatever God gives us uh, as a theme or an idea. Now, this this particular passage, we've heard a million times. I've never really associated it with acceleration, but as God began to paint the picture, not only did it make sense, but it kind of helped me to recall some of the moments or times where uh, I was struggling to overcome, struggling to reposition my thought process, or struggling uh, to identify how to exit a place. Like, a, you know, we say everything is a location. And so um, the Lord showed me this. I had one thing in mind. And then he brought this up and I started laughing because I was thinking about how powerful um, finding ourselves in his presence can be. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that, that's the absolute truth. But how do you get there? How do you um, go from one place to the next? But I've had so many hard seasons. Um, can you mute can you your phone for Amen. Um so so many seasons that, that seemed like they were um exaggerated almost, extremely extremely overbearing, overwhelming. Uh, and and what I remember uh, and I can give a, a quick example for those that have been around for a while, a lot of you guys are new. Um Right in the beginning of the process that God began to not only settle me, but just about put me at a dead stop, I had a job where I worked from home. And the hours were from 10 in the morning until 7 p.m. And it was prior to daylight savings. And so I'd, I'd get up for the call. It would be dark. Um, and, and that was in a season where sometimes we'd be on the call till nine thirty, ten o'clock in the morning, like some crazy people. Um, and I wouldn't get off until seven. So I'd get up and it was dark and I'd be in my house and it would still be dark. My, my whole day seemed spent. And if you knew anything about my past lives, I, I had, uh, a habit of being busy and, and full of movement, I always had something going on, going here, going there, doing this, doing that. And I remember being <laughs> miserable. Um, can you mute your phone for me? Whoever 731 is, who is that? Amen. Um, and so I, I, I was struggling with having absolutely no control 
over how my days went. It was it was challenging for me. It was frustrating. It was um I felt like I was in jail, borderline. <laughs> right. So I would I would get the kids to school and um outside of that, you know, pretty much seven days a week I was at home. Now that's my life today but it's completely the opposite of what it was then. See, I wasn't emotionally prepared for what it looked like when God was rearranging your life and changing your location. I wasn't aware that sometimes he'll use things that cause and create discomfort to extract out of you that which he needs to accelerate you. I didn't understand that, that the majority of what I would do in times past was more of a hindrance to my life than a help. We we feel like the more we do, uh, the the better we appear. The more we do, the more we contribute, the more uh, it looks like we are uh, operating in in kingdom. And, you know, how do I say this? It's not intentional, uh, but the reality is a lot of times we waste time uh, worrying about the small stuff. I read this this book, Who Moved My Cheese? The reality is all of it is small stuff. Um, and and even when I say the, the Who Moved My Cheese book, it was more about our methods, our processes, our systems, things that we have in place that um, are not functioning, but we've not yet recognized how dysfunctional they are. Um, Sometimes the people around us or the atmospheres that we are surrounded by will create an external pressure to uh, performance pressure, understanding this, that God is not moved by how well we perform or not, right? What happens is the more time you spend the real in his presence, number one, the more you long for it. Acceleration in every area of our lives takes methodology that only kingdom can instill in you. It takes means and measures that only uh, kingdom training will establish in you. Church will prepare you um, to do church. And, you know, we we talk about church. I think church is amazing. I love to be around the believers. I love um, spending time in worship. I absolutely enjoy uh, prayer, praise, and worship in whatever order it comes. But there are things that will take you to another place, things that that busy work um, will create something in heaven that, I mean, will create something in earth that only prayer, praise, and his presence can create in the heaven, right? And so as you grow and as you start to be enveloped by the power of his presence, it changes how you see things. So I remember the day, uh, and, and if you know anything about me before it was all said and done, uh, even at my my job, I began to witness quite frequently on the telephone. <laughs> right, 
I can't help it. Something's the matter. Um, I met this guy named Nelson. Nelson today, if you're in the victory room, you'll see him post quite frequently. Uh, Nelson lived in Las Vegas. He was one of my coworkers. And even how God began to slow me down, um, to date, Nelson and I are friends. And you don't realize the benefits of what he's doing while he's doing it. It is not until you are out of it that you understand the impact of it. And so uh, I'm, I'm going to read this passage of scripture because of what I want to do is I want to empower you with um, how you transition from one space to the next. I remember sitting at my desk, and at this point, I am borderline fed up, right? I'm frustrated. I'm like, Lord, what are we doing? I'm like, I'm like, Lord, how did this happen and why am I here? And I I cannot. I you know, I don't I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know what is going on and I need you to help me understand. And I remember him saying, The longer you complain about the process, the longer you'll stay in it. The longer you complain about the process, the longer you'll stay in it. And I, I was like, hmm. I mean, because I would be in tears, y'all. I, I mean, like, I, I would be crying because I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. If the real was like I was on house arrest. And I'm frustrated. I'm a little scared. Um, more than anything, I'm uncomfortable because I can't control none of it. So get this, Acts, the 16th chapter, I'm going to start a little bit ahead of the 25th verse. Now, this is when um, Paul and Silas had, they had been um, pretty much on a journey. They're teaching and training. And uh, and so, you know, the crowd, the people around know who they are. The people around have heard that they're in town and they were talking about this Jesus that had been crucified and um, there was a, a psychic girl and she was running behind them. Paul, these are men of God. Y'all better pay attention. These are men of God, honey. And they, they got something to say, right? And so let me, let me read that for you. So one day on our way to the place of prayer, a slave girl ran into us. She was a psychic and with her fortune telling made a lot of money for the people who owned her. She started following Paul around, calling everyone's attention to us by yelling out, these men are working for the most high God. They're laying out the road of salvation for you. She did this for a number of days until uh, finally Paul got frustrated. He kind of shut up and turned around told the demon that had hold of her to let her go. In the name of Jesus Christ, get out of her. And it was gone just like that. Uh, When her owners saw uh, that their lucrative little business had sadly been bankrupted, they went after Paul and Silas and they jumped on them, right, and dragged them into the market square. And the police arrested them and pulled them into the courts with the uh, accusation these men are disturbing 
the peace. These men are disturbing the peace. Isn't it something how you can be on your way to what it is that God told you to do, minding your business, doing what it is that God told you to do, and uh, the people around you will consider it uh, peace-taking. The people around you will consider it frustrating, right? Dangerous Jews, agitators, subverting our Roman law and order. By this time, the crowd had turned into a restless mob out for blood. So now, here, they doing what they're supposed to do. They're casting out demons. Now this girl can no longer uh, tell people's fortunes. Now she is no longer the come up, but now she is more of a liability, and her owners are frustrated. That's whole game. Human trafficking. Mute your phone for us, please. And so here they are, minding their business, doing what it is that they were called to do. So now here's here's the part where we'll show you what acceleration looks like. And the judges went along with the mob and uh, had Paul and Silas, clothes ripped off of them, ordered a public beating. You ever felt like you were publicly beat? That's what I felt like at this moment. Because <laughs> people were like, where is Dion? I mean, she has been a whole entire arrested. She can't go nowhere. She can't do nothing. <laughs> and here we go. And after the beating, um, they, they beat them black and blue, y'all. And then they threw them into jail, telling the jailkeeper to put them under heavy guard so that there would be no chance of escape. You ever felt like God put you under heavy guard? I mean, my life was under some cold guard when I think about doing stupid stuff. You're like, oh, oh, oh go ahead. You, you know what jail feels like, ma'am. I'm, I'm going to show you double jail in a second, right? And so he did just that and threw them into the maximum security cell in the jail and clamped, uh, clamped their legs with iron. But get this, this is the part right here. Along about midnight, Paul and Silas were at prayer and singing robust hymns to God. I, I, I kind of remember the day where it's like the Lord allowed my process to register in my heart. It made it easier for my mind to adopt that I wasn't in prison for anything other than my own protection, right? I wasn't on house arrest for anything other than uh, a training process. It, it was something that would then adjust how I had lived in times past to what it is that God was taking me to. See, now, if you know anything about my now life, I go outside maybe three times a week. Other than that, I'm pretty much at home. The difference is now it is a decision to be at home, and I borderline get annoyed when I have to go outside. <laughs> and again, if you knew my past life, you would you would probably be tickled because I mean I used to move around, right? And so now here Paul and Silas are in prison 
for being who they are, for doing what they're ordained to do, for making sure that somebody who was bound is now free, and here they are uh, in prison amongst a whole bunch of folks that have uh, operated in criminal living, that have done things that warranted prison or jail cells. Paul and Silas, guiltless, nevertheless, operating uh, in a space where they are looking like whole entire criminals. But this is the part that I love. They made a decision to use this moment as an opportunity to pray, right? And it says in Along About Midnight, Paul and Silas were at prayer and singing of a robust hymn to God. There are moments that you'll face in every single season where you feel like you are literally arrested, right? Um, now, one of two things can happen. Now, Paul and Silas could have sat there and had a whole wah-wah pity party. Paul and Silas could have been beyond frustrated because they had been mishandled. They had been beaten up. Uh, they had been uh, ostracized and ridiculed for number one, for being powerful and authoritative. They had also been um, ostracized simply because they were um, disciples of, quote unquote, the most high God. But instead of feeling sorry for themselves, instead of uh, uh, in their minds attempting or wanting to have revenge or vengeance on those that had wronged them, they made an active decision to place themselves in the seat of acceleration. Along this journey, what you'll find is culture will tell you to do one thing, but kingdom sense will tell you to do what opposes what everybody else would do. What this scripture showed to me was a plethora of things. Number one, it let me know that the heart of Paul and Silas was simply surrounded by the idea of being servants to the kingdom. It let me know that their motive and their means, their idea and their identity was rooted in kingdom living and kingdom being, not because of anything special or fancy, they couldn't even help it right? Nothing else came to mind. It doesn't, and, and if it did, it's not mentioned in the text. Every single thing about their situation uh, would have justifiably been suited by a bunch of bickering, whining, and complaining. I mean, if, if you look at it, everything that they did was in line with who they said they were outside of being mistreated, outside of being abused, outside of being beaten, outside of being thrown in jail, they, they have been on a long trek teaching and training and leading and making disciples everywhere they went. And now here it is. Isn't it funny how you'll be doing what it is that you're supposed to be doing? And by the time it's all said and done, it's completely misunderstood. They wouldn't send that man's money. All he was interested in was this woman being free. All he was interested in was making sure that he could continue to do what he was doing. And, and first of all, quit trying to exploit me, ma'am. Cut it out. 
right? And so the other prisoners were spooked. They couldn't even believe that in the middle of a prison, you've been beat up, you've been drugged, you've been beaten black and blue. They, they said they pulverized them, if you read it in the King James Version. And still they found in their hearts to pray and to sing hymns unto the Lord. Right? Sometimes we feel like life has beat us down, has abused us, that situations and circumstances have us in a whole entire quackmire. And and the people that are looking at you, I, I even in going through my process with all the things that I've gone through, I know people are looking at me like, What are you smiling about, fool? How could you possibly be up there singing? And I know you getting drugged. I know your eyes would technically be black if somebody had to physically hit you in it, but I, I know you got hit in your eye, ma'am. There is something about the wherewithal uh, on the inside when identity starts to kick in, and you know no matter what gets thrown at you, no matter how life may beat you up, no matter how you may be imprisoned by your past or situations and circumstances, that everything is for the glory and honor of God, and absolutely, positively, nothing is wasted. See, if he hadn't cast a demon out of the young lady that was the storyteller, he would have never offended the owner. If the owner had never been offended, uh, they would have never ended up in court. If they had never ended up in court, they would have never ended up in prison. If they had never ended up in prison, no one would have ever seen the power of prayer, praise, and worship, and the acceleration that takes place as a result of having the proper heart posture. See, Paul and Silas wasn't tripping off of what they were going through. They were absolutely positive about where they were going to. And so uh, the, the prisoners looking at them like, yeah, y'all look crazy. All that you've been through, you still uh, hear talking about this Jesus that you guys say you worship. And then without warning, a huge earthquake happened. The jailhouse trotted and every door flew open. All the prisoners were loose, right? And starting from sleep, the jailer saw that the doors were swinged open on their hinges. Assuming that the prisoners had, had escaped, he pulled out his sword and was about to do to himself uh, what he knew would be done to him eventually. Figuring he was as good as dead anyway. But get this, even after life had kicked their behind, doing what they were called and created to do, standing in the seat of identity, not tripping off of anything that had just transpired, Paul told him, hey, man, check this out. Don't do that. It's good. We still here. We ain't run off of nothing. Like, I ain't really tripping. <laughs> And I'm sure that the jailer must have said, well, what in the world took place here? How are the doors open? And no listen, Paul and Silas were so fly that even the prisoners that were guilty didn't run off. Isn't it something how your life, your life, you, 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 and you, your life can have such an impact on the atmosphere that it not only shifts the earth, 
And mind you, the, the, the folks that were in prison with them, you know, and, and sometimes I'm sure people, especially the people that, that know me, that love me, that are close to me, and some of the things that I've gone through, um, you can look in their face and tell uh, that they'd be like, oof, I always tease, you want to trade live? No, I'm cool. You keep yours. <laughs> I don't want no parts of that, right? But nobody left. Nobody moved out of their place or their position. They, they even made provision for the one that had locked them up. Paul told him, man, check this out. Don't do that. We're still here. Nobody's run away. But not only did it impact that atmosphere, but it impacted heaven in such a way that it physically shook the location they were in. Wouldn't it be an amazing thing that if everything that was meant to destroy you or to kill you or to find you or to imprison you or take your power gave you the tools necessary to move you to the place of acceleration? See, their praise did something that only praise and worship can do. When I stopped complaining about the place that God had me in and I started using that place as a place to be disciples and to make disciples, everything about how I felt about being inside the house changed. Seven, eight years ago, I wouldn't be able to stay in my house the way that I stay in my house without, not only without an argument, but prefer it because it lends to me having an opportunity to get into the presence of God more frequently. I love when my house is empty. When my house is empty, uh, I will spend time just using my language, just talking to God. So even things that I'm feeling uneasy or uncertain about, things that I might be uh, have questions about, I start to get answers. The answers are when the earth start, starts to rock and shake things loose. Answers are uh, when you can sit still, when you have an opportunity to flee. Answers are uh, with that time that I have alone, I could be doing a whole lot of X, Y, Z, but it makes a lot more sense for me to be able to impact things from the inside out simply by being okay with being, right? Paul and Silas were okay. They were comfortable in their skin, right? And so the jailer got a torch and ran inside, badly shaken. He collapsed in front of Paul and Silas. But get this. Now he led them out of the jail and asked, sir, what do I have to do to be saved? No, 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 like for real, to like really live. Like what, how, first of all, how do you have this kind of authority? How do you have this kind of power, right? Look, look what the word, look what Paul says to him. He say, all, all you gotta do is put your entire trust in the master's hand. And then you will live as you were meant to live. See, they were living as they were meant to live, even though it meant there were going to be moments of being misunderstood. Even though it meant there were times where they would be abused and 
mistreated, even though it meant that people were going to front and follow him around and high five, really trying to attention seek. That, that's all that the psychic girl was doing. She was attention seeking. She wasn't a bit more sudden, tall, and silence, which is why she got rebuked and the demon got called out of her. Right? That approval seeking demon. And so uh, it says, not only then will you live like you were meant to live, and everyone in your household will be included. So you see how Paul and Silas's uh, jailhouse experience, their abuse experience, their experience of doing everything that God called them to do, put them in a peculiar position that could have been looked at as a negative outcome, but they used the negative outcome to open up their mouths and declare the work of he who sent them. And what it did was it accelerated their witness. It changed how they were viewed. So people knew who they were, but it's some cold game when the joker that put you in prison, and low down, dirty dog that talked about you 50 million times is now saying, that's got to be ministry. God is on your side. It, it's amazing how God will bring that thing back full circle. And I'm not saying that to be snide or to be rude, but you go through. You go through your process and you deal with the pain of the process, the discomfort of the process, but don't lose your praise in the process. It accelerates everything. So now here they are. They already had uh, been associated with the Messiah. They had already been deemed as them the different cats. I love being a different chick. I'm fine with it. Let me be whatever it is that I am so that somebody might ask this one question that the one who was intended to keep guard over them to keep them from getting loose is the very one that led them to their free place. And they went on uh, to spell out the details of the story of the master. So now here it is that getting beat up and mistreated and downtrodden and abused presenting an opportunity for them to tell the story about the great and awesome God that they serve. Ain't it something that trouble will lead you right to triumph? Isn't it peculiar that prison will walk people right into paradise and they get to look at you and watch you go through? I'm not going to whine and complain. I'm not going to sit here and talk crazy about the simple judges that allowed some uh, merchants to get me locked up because they didn't have use of their human traffic human traffic uh, Mute your phone for me, please. Sure, my help for it. I can go get Ariane. She's awake. Can you mute my your phone, phone whoever's talking about Ariane? Thank you. And so here, here they are doing what they were called to do, operating under the authority and the guise of the truth of God's word, and they straight winning after going through hell and high tide, right? And in so doing, um, not only did Paul say, you know, don't don't trip. All of this was appointed. All of this was part of the assignment. All of this was necessary. And they went on to spell out the details of the master. The entire family got in on this part. So now, now, not only the people in prison, but the jailer, the jailer went and got his folk, come here, something is, I don't know who these cats are. I don't know what they were, uh, where they come from. I don't know none of that. But let me tell you what I know. Obviously, they somebody. Obviously, they know some stuff. We just flat out don't know. He went and got all his people, right? And then the jailer made them 
uh, he made them feel at home. And then he, look, look, check this out. (laughs) (laughs) And then he nursed their wounds. And then he couldn't wait till morning. He was super stoked. The cat wanted to be baptized, (laughs) right? So dude got baptized and he had everyone in his entire family baptized. Uh, there in his home, and he had food set out as a festive meal. So they went from getting beat, drugged, lied on, talked about, scandalized, mistreated, all of the stuff, to going where the Lord says this, I will make your enemy your footstool, right? So there was an acceleration of uh <clears throat> divine impartation where the people knew that Jesus was real, where the people knew that uh, that something was different in them. And guess what? They wanted it. They didn't know how to ask. So they just going to put them in jail. <laughs> they didn't know how to say, oh, I want to kick it. So they beat them up and put them in jail. Do you know people will do you that now? People, people will do you dirty, dirty, dirty. But don't worry about it, right? Prayer, praise, and worship will always accelerate you in the process, right? And so so here it is. It was a night to remember. He and his entire family had put their trust in God. Everyone to the house was on uh Everyone in the house was in on the celebration. And at daybreak, the court judges sent officers with instructions, release these men, right? Let them go. And and the jailer gave Paul the message. The judges sent word that you're free to go on your way. Congratulations. Go in peace. Now, I'm going to stop right there because then it gets thick, only because it's 7.06 and I want to make a sense of time. But what I want to do is encourage you, right? <laughs> um, what what I want you to do is be now. Let me. I, I gotta read this real quick, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all. Look, check this out. But Paul wouldn't budge. He told the officers, "They beat us up in public, threw us in jail. Roman citizens in good standing. Can you mute your phone for us? And now they want us to get out and get on our way." On the slick, without saying nothing to nobody, without nobody knowing, check this out. I ain't doing it. Nope. Won't go a place. If they want us out of here, you come lead us up out this spot. In the broad daylight, don't sneak and apologize. Don't sneak and say sorry. And when the officers reported this, the judges panicked. See, it's amazing how uh, the folks that, that have done you any kind of way, them jokers, they'll say sorry on the back end of the mountain. They'll say sorry in the shade and in the cut. But when you put them on front street, probably like, look, check this out. You you trying to publicly humiliate me for being a boss. Don't be mad at me because of what's on me. Right? He, Paul could have, he could have did all kinds of things, but I love that. One of the things about being accelerated, there's a, an authority that you walk in. There's a flat-footedness that you stand in. There is a, a place that you operate from that won't allow people to mock your witness, right? Don't, don't play with me. I didn't come around here bothering y'all. I'm going to be mistreated. And 
Even in the process, I didn't ask God to kill you. I didn't tell him to humiliate you back. All I did was tell him he's great. All I did was tell him he's amazing. All I did was tell him, God, I'll live for you until I die. Right? Forget this. They hurried over and apologized. And now, mind you, they were going to get in big trouble because they were Roman citizens. They didn't have no business talking to them. Let's law put them in jail. Isn't it funny how some of why are you even talking to me? What do we even have in common? Go whole entire away. But Paul didn't, that wasn't his posture. All that did was add to the witness that he had established in being in good standings um, in kingdom living and even as a citizen. So I just want to encourage you today, don't forget to praise. When it looks bad, uh, even if you've been uh, ill-treated, it, you know, the whole, it, it may look like passivity to you. It may take a while to come through a circle. Don't trip. You be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. You stay right there. You stay right there and, and trust that God is for you because he is. And when it's all said and done, you will see all glory and honor will yet belong to God. Amen. So I'm done. Um, I hope that was uh, if nothing else entertaining, but more than that, I hope it was empowering to you to know how powerful your prayers and your praise is. Amen. Anybody join the call that may want to say hello? Good morning. Good morning, it's Elsie. Good morning, Elsie. Good morning. Good morning, Patricia. Hey, Patricia. Good morning. Good morning, it's Carla. Hey, Carla. Good morning. Hey. Good morning, Miss Catherine. Okay. Good morning. Good morning, Victory Family. Rochelle. Hey, Shell. Good morning. I heard one more. Who was that? Good morning. This is Cynthia. Hey, Cynthia. Happy birthday, sis. Hey. <laughs> hey. Good morning. Good morning. This is Janet. Hey, Didi. Hey, Janet. Good morning. Anybody else? Amen. Amen. Um, now I know it's more folks. Nevertheless. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning, Good morning it's Deidre. Hey, Deidre. Hey, Dondria. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Victory Family. God bless you all this morning. Hey, bro. Love you. Good morning. Good morning, if you back. Hey, but good morning. Amen. Um, I don't have a whole bunch of questions. I think my share was about as clear, <laughs> as clear as it gets. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary? Good morning, Dion. This is Tracy. Hey, Tracy. 
Hi, good morning. Um, I just wanted to first say thank you so much for your declaration, and you said a whole bunch this morning um, that I'm just going to have to sit here and just let this resonate because uh, it was so fruitful. Um, and I'm just going to keep pressing no matter what is thrown at me, how it comes, left, right, center. I'm just going to keep myself focused and just rest in him and keep focused. So I just wanted to say thank you because I was listening. Mm-hmm. Good Good morning, Dion. Um, Thank you for your declaration this morning. Um, It was just a blessing to me because um, through your sharing, um, God was just pointing out to me, you know, how he's been seeing me murmuring and complaining through the process when I need to be praying and praising through the process because of what God is allowing and it, it amazes me how a lot of believers really have the mindset that, okay, because I'm a believer and because I'm in the body of Christ and I love Jesus and my election is sure and all of these things that I'm not going to inquire any difficulties, you know, so long as I'm doing what's right. But, you know, God shows me a lot of times through the word how people were obedient to what God had called them to do. And they were just focusing on what God had them doing and the process that God had them going through. And they encountered um, difficulties or they encountered um, injustice and things of that nature. But not only on the front end that they encountered that, but on the back end, how God brought them through and how God just blessed them and you know, they were able to receive what it was that God intended for them to have in the first place, or they were being used for God's honor and glory. But we want to be used, but we want to be used in the good things a lot of times, and the things that people can see and people applaud and they welcome. Nobody welcomes pain. Nobody welcomes being beaten and abused and thrown in prison and those kind of things. Even for the sake of the gospel, a lot of times we, we, we want to do a work for God, but we don't want to have to suffer or go through anything to do it. So I just, again, it was so much in that I'm just going to have to go back and read through Acts. And just thank you, because I know for a fact that I need to pray and praise and just give God thanks through the process and not even worry about complaining because it doesn't get you anywhere. I need the acceleration. Thanks again. Mm-hmm. Amen. Listen, it's the truth. <laughs> That's if if I didn't know before, listen, when I tell you, when I think about whining and complaining, sometimes I'll just bust out laughing. I'll be like, no, you know that's stupid. I don't know why why you would bother yourself with that. And so um, Chan and I have this thing um, in listening to one of, one of my favorite teachers. His name is Graham Cook. Anytime, sometimes she'd call me, she'd be like, I don't have no problem with that. And I'd be like, don't want it. I think I might have one I could share with you. And so we have a problem. We'd be like, dude, guess what? I got a problem. <laughs> and then we fall out laughing. And sometimes it's serious problems. But can I tell you what it has done for me? It has literally changed my perspective. When I see something happening or something coming, like that, and, and, and you got to know that every single time, He's going to test you to see if you get it. Every time I think I have a problem, I'm considering I may have a problem. He turns that thing around so fast when my attitude is solid, when my mindset is, is 
specifically dedicated to what I know he told me, then I don't trip. I just be like, la, la, la. <laughs> That's all. Amen. Yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's so amazing how, um, you know, when you tell a story, girls, it's, it's animation, I tell you. <laughs> it brings every revelation. I love it. I do. I love it. Um, but it's just amazing how Paul and Silas stayed humble uh, and steadfast, even though that they knew that they had done nothing wrong. And it just made me realize one time I was just uh, I was working at this location. I was just like, Lord, why you got me working here with this hellion? She come in every morning. Wow. You say good morning. What's good about it? And I'm just like, why am I here? I said, you got to move her. Why? You, you got to do something with this because I can't work with her like this. And then the Lord ended up moving me. And I was like, for real? I was like, wait, I'm the one praying every morning. I'm the one setting the atmosphere in this office. But a lot of times his solution is not our solution. Sometimes he has to move us from that situation in order to get well, the revelation that he's trying to teach us. Don't matter what he going to do or how he going to fix that situation because if you're praying for it, he's going to do a complete circle. He's going to do what he needs to do in you, and he's going to do what he needs to do in that person. So that just, the, your declaration this morning brought revelation to me that, you know, just because you serve God, that don't mean because you're a child of God and you ask him to do something that he's going to do it because you ask him. It's within his will. It's within what he says is right. So I thank you, and I love you so much. I love you too, sis. And um, yeah, a lot of times you don't get it at the moment, but the more you start to laugh in the face of the enemy and the more you start to press in and pray, I promise, I can't even really explain the difference in my positioning. Because <clears throat> I, I didn't feel like this five years ago. I didn't feel like this two years ago. Let's try that. How about that? Maybe I might have a year of being able to get tickled when something is full of a whole bunch of hair. That's it, uh, right? But but it takes a, a change in mindset. Period. Yeah. Hey Amen. Good morning. Sir. I was just saying that murmuring and complaining that puts you in a steadfast place where you'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. So I understand yeah. why he moved me because it's that murmuring. No, no, you complaining. No, no, I'm not going to do You complaining. So thank you. Yep. 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 And, and that's it. No, no way, way. Amen. Go ahead, Alicia. I heard you. <laughs> good morning, good morning. Oh, I so appreciated this declaration this morning. It was just what I needed to hear because when I got up this morning, I was praying and I said, God, if you want me to keep this job, because I was ready to quit yesterday. And my supervisor and them talked me out and I'm like, just hold on. And I said, God, if you want me to keep this job, I need a word from you. So, when I woke up, the song in my head was, you can't give up now. I brought you this far. I'm not going to leave you. Then you got in there talking about the scripture saying the race is not given.
to the swift or the struggle, but the one that endures. So what's happening is I got a promotion on my job, but it's a six-month intense training, and it's kicking my butt. And I'm like, God mm-hmm. help me, you know. And I know if I can get through, like, this prison, because that's what I feel like I'm in a prison, and I know mm-hmm. that God's going to accelerate me on the other side, but it's getting through it, you know. And so that's why I so appreciated what you had to say. So what I need to do more is pray, praise, and worship. So I might have to go in the bathroom some more and just get the worship and then praying to get through it because it's like going to boot camp. And when I when I signed up for this promotion, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I should have read the fine print. My Lord, what's this going on? So I'm in this process. I I can make a substantial amount of money if I can get through it. But, boy, I tell you, it's no joke. And the only way I'm going to get through it is to keep my hand in God's hand because I can't do it on my own. I'm clear about that. So if I don't keep God in this, I ain't going to make it. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop complaining because I was complaining yesterday. I'm going to stop that, mm-hmm. and I'm going to go on back mm-hmm. to my prayer, praise, and worship, because that's what got me through everything else I done been through. So I'm right. saying I need prayer, saints, and good, whatever you can send my way, that's good, because I want it, but it's no <laughs> joke. You know, so I appreciate you listening. <laughs> you know. I get it. Yeah. Can you hear me? Hey, man, uh-huh. I, I'm outside before the babies come in. My God, beyond. Oh, that word. All I could do, so I, defender, your call made me think about it. I'm going to share it real quick. It says, you go before I know that you've yeah. even gone to win my war. You've come back with the head of my enemy. You come back and you call it my victory. You go before I know that you've even gone to win my war. Your love becomes my greatest defense. It leaves me from the dry wilderness, and all I did was pray, <laughs> and all I did Listen. was worship, and all I did was bow down. Come on. Oh, glory. Yeah. Yes. That song right there is so fire. <laughs> oh, God, You're today. not that I lost me. Thank you, know, you. You know right where I would be. I left. Yes. Hallelujah. You know where I left. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for yes. your words. I love you. Yeah, that's one of them ones. That's one of them ones that have have you hypnotized. You be stuck <laughs> in a corner, just just in a corner for about a, just one, a month. Stuck. Just stuck. You hear me? <laughs> hey man, anybody else got anything? Morning, <laughs> um, um. I've only been on the call for like five minutes, but whatever uh, was said, the comments um, is what I needed to hear because everything that was said in the comments is what I've experienced in my life. And I'm just so grateful for everybody participating because I'm going to have to go back and listen. But I'm just grateful for this line. I'm grateful for all of you because um Right now, my family is losing it, but this has been an anchor for them, and they don't even know it because you guys are encouraging me to keep them lifted. 
So, um, yeah, I just love you all and continue to pray, and I'll continue to update when I get stuff because they're not even telling me everything. So I'm feeling some type of way, but I'm like, well, maybe I'm not supposed to know everything. So just know that I love you all, and my niece is doing better. They've removed some of the um, machines from her, but um, yeah, love you all. I gotta go on mute because I'm gonna start crying, and I gotta get ready for work. So, Dion, 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 just did it again. Yeah. Let me just tell you, Nikisha. Let me tell you, Lala, Lala is going to be fine. My nephew David went through that same thing um, ten years ago. He is 26 years old now. Has a baby. Just keep praying, but believe God for her healing. Believe God for Lala coming out of that. She shall live and not die. Your faith has to tap in for your family. Like you said, they're losing it. They need to just just trust God for her. That 11-year-old baby that's in that hospital, I have not got praying. But, again, I'm telling you, I saw my nephew come out of that. And they had declared him brain dead. They had declared him a vegetable. So you have to just trust God like never before. So what if you need to cry out? Cry out. But cry out to, for, for his glory, for his healing. Go to the healer for her healing like never before. That should be your mindset, and, and you just continue to speak life to Lala. And I'm praying for her, sis. She's going to come out of it just like my nephew did. I trust God. I trust him. I trust him. I just I can't get emotional right now because I got to go to my new job, and I can't be uh, cutting up in there, so that's why I just I need to go on mute. But when I get off, then I'm going to do what I need to do. But, yeah, I, I do trust him. I have to. I have no choice right now. I have no choice. I can't be wavering like if it was me or something when I was complaining about my other job that I'm leaving on Saturday. I have to tap into something I never uh, tapped into before with my faith. So, yeah, I I hear you. I hear you. I just I I can't get emotional right now because I got to go into this other place. But I do hear you. I hear you. Love you. Anybody else have anything? I wasn't going to say nothing else because I'm in the car driving. I hate the sound of the car. But I just want to encourage Nikisha. Sometimes the family doesn't tell you a whole bunch to guard your heart. Your heart. Sometimes, you know, you not knowing and praying specific and just trusting God in the midst of just knowing that he's going to do what he's going to do. You don't want to get emotional. He's trying to guard you from that. You're a, you don't need to be emotional because he is who he say he is. He's going to do what you ask him to do. You can't know everything because sometimes we'll mess it up. You know, we'll we'll lose trust and we'll lose hope in everything that we know because that's how our minds are. When my, you know, when I, my son, uh, you know, got killed, and the Lord showed me exactly what went on. But my kids wouldn't tell me nothing. They knew a lot, but they wouldn't tell me nothing because they were trying to guard me and shelter me. So just just know that it's not against you. It's for you. Amen. I'll see it. I'll see it. Amen. All right. <clears throat> Amen. Um, I think that some of our process will not only uncover who we are in and through Christ, but it will start to reroute 
even how we look for Christ in things, if that makes sense. I am so grateful um, for how God has allowed me to experience the truth of his word be made manifest in life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I want to share this because this is another valuable lesson I learned. I'm just trying to find a place where I can go where people ain't making all this noise mm-hmm. doing work. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, in addition to grumbling and complaining that will keep you in the wilderness and you'll never make it to the promised land and what should have been a quick journey ended up being 40 years. Um, I have learned, because my situation hasn't changed, but what God showed me in the midst of it through so many different avenues, and one is declare victory, one is another minister that we like to listen to, was while we're going through, I have to make sure that I honor those that are over me. And so my complaining and the way that I was even talking, and I only did it to a select group of people, maybe two or three. Um, and to God, of course. Um, but what I was saying to an extent was dishonoring the person that was over me. And what I had to learn was God showed me so clearly about when the positions change that I'm going to get the very same thing that I've sown into whomever I've sown into. And that was dishonor, just how I was speaking, even out of my frustration. And so just like Paul, he had the authority being a Roman citizen, you know, that um, that was illegal for them to put them in jail. And he could have flexed his authority. He could have, you know, mm-hmm. usurped and went over their head and made a big old stink mm-hmm. about it. But he just went right along with it because it was part of the plan of mm-hmm. God so that those that came in contact with him would hear the gospel and be saved. And so what I had to recognize, even though I was still and still in the midst of it, I was so frustrated. Um, and it just feel like prison because you just want to make your own decisions. But when you recognize your life is not your own and we don't get control, like where I'm planted and who I'm sowing into and what I'm doing, um, and I'm yielding to the Holy Spirit, but I don't get to pick that up when I don't when I don't like it. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's amazing how he changed me right in the midst of it. And when I tell you my dishonor was coming across in my attitude and it was causing some more issues, and I was part of the problem now. So mm-hmm. that was so valuable mm-hmm. for me. And he since he didn't take me out of it, he's, he's restored some um, confidence, if you will, in the person that's over me. He's restored the relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's teaching me that that's a, a lesson I'm going to have to keep with me for the rest of my life about honoring people. And it doesn't matter if they're over you or under you. So I just mm-hmm. want to bring that out, sis. Mhm. Mhm. Truth. Truth. Good morning, Dion. This is Lavina. I just um, I wasn't gonna chime in. I wasn't gonna chime in and say nothing. <laughs> but that um, mm-hmm. sister that just released what she released, all I can say is ouch. <laughs> in a good way. You know, when you recognize what God is doing in your life 
and you accept to go through the um, process and stop bucking yeah. up against the prick. It makes it so much smoother. It makes the ride smoother. And then, and like she said, then you are able to excel at the same um, pace and rate with, you know, wherever he has you planted. So that's, that's, that's the cool part about it. And then mm-hmm. in the midst of um, me just listening this morning and I'm, and knowing my word is uh, acceleration this month, God, God is um, wanting his people to move into something new, something that they've never done before and watch him do what he's going to do. And so I, mm-hmm. I, I said that to say, I'm going to do something that I've never done before. And I'm excited about it. And I know God's going to move at a rapid pace. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. declare victory, keep Lavina. And I don't usually ask for prayer. Keep me in your prayers. Mm-hmm. That I will go through mm-hmm. this process. And it will be a smooth transition, transaction, where I will be such a huge blessing to the kingdom. It's always been my mm-hmm. prayer to be a blessing to the kingdom. To help the kingdom, Amen. you know, meet the needs. So yeah. Amen. So in that, that's all I got I to agree. say. Love you, girl. <laughs> that's good stuff. That's good stuff right there. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Anybody else have anything? Well, that being said, y'all, I know, you know, we, we ain't no dead horse beat. Um, prayerfully, um, something was said that will encourage you and remind you that, uh-huh, tell them to get up, um, you know, in your process to keep going. And don't, don't trip, pray. No matter what's going on, listen. Get your praise on. I promise it impacts everything. 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 Just keep going. Amen. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to let you go. Give you some time back this morning. Don't forget we are fasting today until 5 p.m. I pray that you go and you grow in love. Be the Jesus that somebody needs to see. And I'll holler back. We'll hear you at 5. If not, we'll hear you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Have an amazing day, guys. Be blessed, everyone. Thank Have you. a great day. Blessed day, everybody. Love y'all. Have a good day. Bye. Have a blessed day. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Um, you know what? Okay. Where are we? Hello. Hello. Hello.
Finding hope, walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Hope, 
praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. Walking 
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared the 
are you? Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Praying for our 
are you? Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Walking in the truth, 
praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. Praying for 
are you? Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Praying for our 
are you? Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Praying for our 
are you? Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Praying for our 
are you? Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Praying for our 
are you? Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Praying for our 
are you? Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Praying for our 
are you? Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Walking in the truth, 
praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. Walking in the truth, 
praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. Walking in the truth, 
praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. Hope, 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared the 
are you? Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. Walking 
singing the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared the 
praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. Walking in the truth, 
praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. Praying for 
are you? Heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. Committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please. We are declared victory. It's God we 